right here. I think we can start the episode. Can you hear that? I can hear that. Let's uh, hit play. Let's hit play. Let's go here. Here at Rockwell Automation's world headquarters, research has been proceeding to develop a line of automation products that establishes new standards for quality, technological leadership, and operating excellence. With customer success as our primary focus, work has been proceeding on the crudely conceived idea of an instrument that would not only provide inverse reactive current for use in unilateral phase detractors, That's inverse, but search. would also be inverse. capable of automatically synchronizing cardinal gram meters. Such an instrument comprised of Dodge gears and bearings, Reliance electric motors, Allen Bradley controls, and all monitored by Rockwell Software is Rockwell Automation's retroencabulator. Mm -hmm. Now basically, the only new principle involved is that instead of power being generated by the relative motion of conductors and fluxes, it's produced by the modial interaction of magneto-reluctance and capacitive directance. Right, yeah. <laughs> the original machine had a right. base plate of pre-famulated amulite surmounted by a malleable logarithmic casing in such a way that the two spurving bearings were in a direct line with a panometric fam. The lineup consisted simply <laughs> of six hydrocoptic marzal veins so fitted to the ambifacient lunar wane shaft that side fumbling was effectively prevented. The main winding was of the normal Lotus O deltoid type placed in panendermic semi-boloid slots of the stator. No, this sounds like Every dad. seventh conductor Just being connected by a non-reversible tremor right, pipe to the differential <laughs> girdle spring on the up end of the gram meters. I Moreover, whenever no fluorescent score saying, motion is required, it may also be employed in conjunction with a drawn reciprocation this, dingle this sounds arm like my to reduce sinusoidal depolarization. About, uh, the retroencabulator has now reached a high networks. level of okay, development, and it's being I, I successfully yeah. used in the operation of Milford Trenions. What the fuck is going on, man? It's soon. Wherever Rockwell Automation products are sold. Spare me your medical mumbo jumbo. There we go. Spare me your medical jumbo jumbo. I gotta take it with your talker. Woo! Hello, everybody! Hey! And welcome to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's the only podcast in the world that is an absolute 100% complete shit show. It has been for 200 episodes. That's right. I am your CEO and host. Kieran, and with me is Turch. How are you doing, buddy? Good to be back for the 201st episode. And we figured we'd change it up a little bit now. Turch used to do all the introductions. <laughs> um, I've listened to your feedback, everyone, <laughs> and I'm taking decisive action. I've got enough evidence to, now to say he did a terrible job. <laughs> I'm taking over... Uh as I'm a using, leader should. I'm using the same methodology my parents use for who does the ironing. Yeah. So my the first 18 years of their marriage, my my mum did the ironing. Yeah. And then she found out my dad knows how to iron. And so he's now got to do so the next like, oh, well, 18 years. We'll do it 50-50 from now on. Uh -huh. But it's actually 18 years has passed. Oh. It was their 36th wedding anniversary not too long ago. Hey, go, go get a mum. Guess who's back on ironing? <laughs> She was not happy. <laughs> I, I will look and to celebrate, I'll bring, I'll bring my ironing over too. Uh, <laughs> it's collective. Yeah, these... my dad had it the worst though because mm. he had like all of my shirts, like like in the school shirts for a while. Yeah. yeah. Now he's just got his. It's like, well, you know, the one thing my mum has to iron mm. is the fun of it. Yeah. Um, I'd like to say that I hardly iron. Don't like ironing. Iron when I need to. Yeah. But uh, I think we've talked about this before. Back in the first ten episodes, I think I asked you how 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 do you iron a shirt? I think I did. Mm. It, it seems like something that we've discussed on the <laughs> show before. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I have no idea what that guy was saying, but it sounded important. I feel like what that video that we just listened to, mm -hmm. if that's a classic internet video about jargon. Yeah, like, but I feel like you could sort of almost say that in a boardroom and everyone there was like, I better not act stupid. Yes. <laughs> so let's just go along. Uh -huh. Yep, yeah, I understand that. I yeah. understand. I'm a yes man. <laughs> I know what to do. And I'm not going to lie, there's been many times in my um, career that I've had no fucking idea how I've made it into the room, let alone <laughs> what they are saying. And then they expect me to speak. <laughs> it's like, what? why? Uh, yes. 
Good, good presentation, Tilling. Yeah, I was in a meeting today. And yeah, I, it was uh, it was over to Kieran. What do you think? And you know what I did? What did you do? Well, I said, you know, thank you very much, person's <laughs> name. Fascinating. How you can get this all done in twenty four hours in a day is just amazing. It's it's you know, I think I would need something like thirty six hours or forty eight hours yeah. in a day to to do what you're doing, and then just dodged it. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Amazing work is Thank pretty you. much what you said. Yeah. It's it's the equivalent of a primary school teacher when a kid shows them whatever they're doing, they're going, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's uh, that's impressive. Ugh. So we, we missed last week. We missed the two weeks, but, you know, we thought 200 episodes under our belt, we deserved a little bit of a break. Mm. Uh, but there's no worry because I have plenty to fucking rant about. Excellent. And very exciting stuff. Kieran. Yeah. It is that time every four years, except for when COVID happens uh-huh. and when, uh, like, a world war happens, that the Commonwealth Games uh, comes to our shores. It, wait, Commonwealth Games are this year? No, in four years. Oh. <laughs> but it's coming not only to... It's not only coming, it's coming to a, a Victoria... And regional Victoria. Only regional Victoria. So I'm sure you thought the stands were empty back then. (laughs) Wait till the stands are empty now. Because there are so many. The glory of the Commonwealth Games is that white countries finally stand a chance against black nations. (laughs) You know what I mean? We can finally win the running. (laughs) That's right. When Australia wins more gold medals than any other country in a whole thing. We have a population that is the population of London. And we still beat... (laughs) Uh, no, because the common we are like USA, yeah, but only in the Commonwealth Games, in that we clean up. But you know what? Proportionate to the number of pe- like per per capita, mm. if you round it up like that, we win more gold medals. Oh, we do, yeah. And like, if you do again per capita, China sh- are shit. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. funny to think. Well, it's not surprising because. Australians probably do more outdoor things. I don't know. Chinese Chinese get whipped if they don't run fast enough or do gymnastics well enough. Australia will never win in table tennis. We're good, though. Yeah, we'll never win. You know, we we thought we'd never win javelin. Uh And look at us. We won uh, uh, pole vaulting. We didn't think think we'd win ice skating ever. And then Brad... Stephen Bradbury. Stephen Bradbury, we won. Yeah. You know, because everyone else fell over, but doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's not about how you win, it's if you win. It's all, <laughs> the outcome is all that matters. Oh, look, the important thing about the Commonwealth Games is that I think for a long time, the Commonwealth uh-huh. hasn't been to its full glory. Mm-hmm. And then every so often they add new sports. And I think the Australian government... Oh, fuck. No, we're going we're gonna <laughs> to add more sports. <laughs> ...has decided, has yeah. pushed with the, Olymp- with the Commonwealth Games Committee. Uh-huh. And I think with the sports that they're adding, yeah. they're going to... Bring back the glory of the Commonwealth Games. Fantastic. Are you ready? I'm ready. I've got the list. Okay. I'm ready. Golf. <laughs> bring back the glory. Yeah. yeah. Top 10. Lawn bowls? Lawn bowls already in. Oh, no, good. we're going to keep it. That's a bad boy. We want, that's, that's already part of the previous glory. This is new glory. New and glory. And new glory includes okay. BMX racing. Yeah. Top flight new glory. And Okay. Just when you thought the uh, glory could not get any higher. Coastal rowing. So rowing, instead of just like, you know, in a river, yeah. but it's on the coast. So you know Different. Long, we're not having the regattas then. I guess not. <laughs> Where I don't know. Because that's the whole fucking point of rowing is the regatta. Yes. So no, we're not doing that. So those are the three new sports that the the, the government... The BMX is going to be cool. Does that really bring the glory back? I would suggest... Uh-huh. If I really was to bring the glory back to yeah. Commonwealth Games, I think you have to go back in time mm-hmm. to a certain 1900 Olympics. Yeah. I think it was in France. I can't uh-huh. remember. It was the 1904 Olympics. And it was the only... The fight to the death? It was the only time. Fighting the lions. Only time. Now, that was the... That was the Romans. Gladiators. Oh, okay. I'm talking about like early 1900s. First, second Olympic Games. I just want and, the people and, in those balls, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah I understand. Yeah. Oh, you mean like Gladiators, like the television show yeah, in the 1990s yeah. with the pugil sticks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suddenly different competition, that one. <laughs> but I'm talking about that night. And that was when I think it was the greatest Olympic Games happened. Because that was the only time. 
And I guarantee, due to a conspiracy theory mm-hmm. that I have, that the government doesn't want these these types of people winning gold medals to ever be in the Olympics. And that is pigeon racing. Because that was the only <laughs> time <laughs> that pigeons were allowed to compete in the Olympic Games and win a gold medal. And after that, at they never They never back. brought it back. Well, no, Australia has some really great games. For instance, in the Northern Territory, they race crabs. Mm-hmm. We could have crab racing. We do, we do Austri- uh, emu racing emu and camel racing. racing camel and racing. racing. We have all these great events. That we could win gold at. Well, it, I figure it's the point of adding a sport to yeah. the Olymp- uh, at least the Commonwealth Games that of your own country. Like mm-hmm. when Korea had it, they added Taekwondo. It's like, well... We invented the sport. Yeah, We're fair enough. Obviously the best. You know? I mean, that's what England did. They added cricket and they added soccer and they added rugby and then they didn't win any of them. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I, I think we're going to help. I'm going to help. And then we modify it to rugby sevens. Yeah. Um, um, big bash cricket. Big bash cricket. Yeah. And, you know, the Brazilians go, yeah, it's nice that you kick a ball, but have it some juggling. Mm-hmm. And Italy's like, well, we still win more gold medals and, you know, World Cups. Because you got to go do what you got to do. And the Germans like, we'll beat you all. Yeah, pretty good. Um, I think we're going to bring the glory back to the Commonwealth Games. And I, fi- I figured it out. What we what we have is, is that we have Olympic Games and we get old winners or at least athletes come in and do the commentary. And I'm going to put it out there. Not every athlete is a broadcaster. I, I, I do have to say, <laughs> I at, when the Olympics was on, I changed the channel and the horse riding, you know, the horse riding and the galloping oh, yeah, 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 and the, yeah. the equestrian. The equestrian, it? that's yeah. it. And the fucking commentators. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, these people live in Brighton. Yes. Have never left Brighton. Yes. And yet, while this rider has done an amazing job, it's still that, uh, yes, really yes, they've, they've just grazed that. There. Can we just do the whole podcast like that? That is. Can you believe what I'm about to tell you about this news article? <laughs> you know, <laughs> just so disappointed yeah. in all the. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, a ten out of ten. <laughs> yes. I I want um what uh, I want some commentators that can fucking you know swear. Well, this is what I, I was thinking. Right, there's only one way. There are, there are definitely groups of comment- get, like, get jo- commentators. Get Joey Diaz. You know. Yes. Uh, what's up, cocksuckers? So, 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 uh, soccer commentators yeah. in Europe are fantastic. Like, yeah. you know, the, the, the Spanish. Like, I want that enthusiasm. And I'm like, there's only one type Can of commentator. Can we apply to commentate? Which sport are we going to commentate? I, I'll take any. Chess. But that's, that's not an Olympic sport. Come but on. I'll do golf. Golf? Yeah, That'd right. be great. Because I would just treat it. And this is where I think it's going to come in. Mm-hmm. You've got to treat it like it's the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he's hit that bad boy! Can you believe it? <laughs> hang on, hang on. The juxtaposition. I think I'm going to do my equestrian. You do that and I'll do the equestrian. <laughs> all right, all right. So we'll say, uh, I don't know an Australian golfer other than Greg Norman. But and Greg Norman's just hit a shot out of the bunker. We've got to set the scene yeah. for the people. Because that's what I'm seeing in my head. Uh-huh. Greg Norman's done a chip out of the bunker. It's gone super high. It's landed and it's gone directly into the hole. No, no, no. It needs to go. It needs to go right next to the hole. Right next. Oh, right. you don't want to go straight in. I don't want to go straight okay. in. He's, right next he's to the he's hole. He's about to chip the ball. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to fly up in the air, right next to the hole. Okay. That's so great. you start, and then and then I'll come in. I can you believe it? He's taken up the sand wedge. Oh my god! Out of the bag with one foul swoop. He's going to hit that bad boy. Here he comes. Oh, can you believe it, Ryan? Chip it. The sand is flying. The sand is flying. And it's on the green. Can you believe it? Yes, but uh, he has made quite a mess. Sand is everywhere. (laughs) And it's a bit of a shame that he didn't get a hole in one. (laughs) (laughs) My son is so disappointing. (laughs) He makes $300,000 a year for hitting a ball. That that is is. I think it's I think it's going to be a fantastic Olympic Games. I've got another uh, bit of rant for you that involves you. No, it involves me. Yeah. So I went to my cousin's twenty first a couple of weeks ago. Ah, yes. And, uh, also, after that, I had a friend's birthday. Yeah, that's you know, right. My friend's birthday. And I said, hey, "Come along." I'd seen a drinking buddy, and uh-huh. we got there. We got to the bar. Oh. About quarter to ten, which yeah. isn't late. No, not late. You know, not late. Anyway, I think I was about we were about a beer or two in, not even that many beers in, 
And the security guard comes up to us and goes, uh, just like, you know, fellas, last drinks. And in my head, because this is like, a, there was an outdoor bar and an indoor bar. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling that he meant the, the outdoor, outdoor bar. bar. That's, uh, that is good. Both assume that. No, no, no. At 10.30 at night, they were calling last drinks at a very substantially large... Premise. Premise. Where like, people could kick on... Oh, yeah. You could go to... You could have been there till like 2 a.m. Well, it was a nice night. It was a nice yeah. warm night. But absolutely... So, early bar closures... And obviously, this is a government issue because, like, you know, you can't just have a bar open for some reason despite the fact it's already a venue. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you have to get a license to sell alcohol and they cut you off of when you can... Do you reckon their liquor license finished at 11? No, I can't because I had a private function that went to midnight. They had a private function, that's right. And I think that's what they're like, oh, we don't need the eight, you know, the 80 people sitting out the back whereas we're making enough money on the private functions. Mm. But if people want to drink... Let the people drink. drink. I was very frustrated by that. Yeah. So what what are you ranting about me? Oh, no. You were part of the whole whole thing. Oh, I was part of there. Because we were just sitting there going... (laughs) We just got here. I was going, what did I do wrong? <laughs> yeah. We just got there. Like, you drove, like, what, 40 minutes to get there. I got, I got dropped off. It's lovely. But it was, like, you know. No, but even before last drinks, they'd even restricted the purchase of alcohol. Uh, yes. To, that, that, that's what I wanted. one to glass per, like, per ha- person. Like, you could only so go up and So if you weren't with one. me, I couldn't get you your round. And I thought that was quite. Well, yeah, because. Because that just makes it more expensive. How dare they? But the bartender did give me three pints. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Because yeah. apparently three pints equals one jug of beer. Yeah. yeah. Which is <laughs> not, no, it, it, it's two pints to a jug. It's, it's, that's um, how numbers work. Which is, which is hilarious. But um, uh, well done, me. Um, Church, it's been a big week. Yeah. It's been a big week. Uh, Melbourne has been under floods. It has been under floods, only in very certain pockets. And I've been impacted, Turch. Oh no, my apologies. I have been impacted. Did you do you wear like three quarter pants so that way your your shins stay dry? But your <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was impacted. The um, cafe that I was going to go to oh, had to be a bit late. Oh, a bit late. <laughs> This is like every single uh, tr- like weather tragedy that happened in Australia. Like every time there's an earthquake and like a outdoor chair falls over, and I was like, "Ah oh, man, how will we ever recover?" <laughs> Except for bushfires. Like everyone goes, "Bushfires bad, floods that sort of thing." We're in drought, but we're not in drought. We yeah. were in drought ten years ago. I was gonna say they just remember <laughs> all those drought ads that happened in Australia. Like every single ad was like, "We're in a drought, we're in a drought." Poor farmers, this that landline, all the farmers are gone. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's fucking dry. Yeah, that's all they ever complained about. And then suddenly you didn't see it on television anymore, and only w- found out like I know we're in drought when we have water restrictions. Well, that's the thing. I'm just like, do you remember we used to? Like, you could only water your house. your house if like your house was like number ten. You could only water the garden on even number days. Yeah. And then that just sort of went away. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember exactly when it went away. But we haven't been in drought for like 10 years. But the government like the government came out and said, oh, there's no more COVID restrictions. But they never said anything about the drought stuff. <laughs> this is like the internet providers going... This is like the internet providers and they're always like, oh, yeah, uh, once you hit like a, a limit, like that's it. But they never tell you when you hit your limit mm. and just charge you more. Yeah. Same sort of principle. I, I, yeah, it's very, it's very suspicious, uh, very suspicious. But we are in. Well, there are some parts that are that are flooded, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I hope they uh, hope they get through that that uh, that, uh, that that part. But most of Melbourne is not flooded. No, it's all right. Most, most you know who I blame for for lots of things. Who? Not only the floods. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's uh, scientists. Ah, scientists, yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I was thinking about this. Everybody, well, there's a certain group of people who go, autism mm-hmm. is created, like, like you know, the whole vaccine thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Vaccines cause autism. That, that, that's right. That group of people, That's yeah. that group of people. And I thought, was, I want to look into this. Not because I think that's actually true. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to under. Like we do with like the flat Earth, like get on the show, talk to us about. It. I want to understand how your brain works. Yeah. You know? So I looked into it a little bit like this, 
And the more I looked into it, Kieran, yeah. I'm going to be perfectly honest. Uh-huh. I came up with my own theory. Oh, okay. And I think it's better yeah. than uh, whatever they're, they're dishing out. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm interested to hear this now. Okay. You've got to think, you got to really think about, don't put the money to a side thing. You've got to think to yourself, who creates vaccines, right? Vaccines are, co- are created by scientists. <clears throat> we all know that. But, oh, yes, yes. Okay, you're good, okay? Yep, you're yep. The, like, yep. a vaccine. Okay. If you had to describe a scientist to me... I'd actually, actually, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is how I would describe a scientist. They create the vaccines, but they're very bad at IP. Well, there's that. They're very bad at the right. Yeah, okay, <laughs> at opening okay. the right. But, 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 if you had to describe like a scientist <laughs> yeah. to me, white coat. Yeah. Yeah. But what about their uh, physical and and mental attributes? How are they as a person? Very smart. Very smart. Maybe a bit awkward. Very awkward. Yeah. Uh, quiet. Yeah. Like really focused or, in. Or crazy. Or crazy. Really focused on one thing. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Obsessed. Obsessed even. Yeah. Right? Now, I'm not a scientist. (laughs) (laughs) But it sounds like to me, scientists, if they were to make vaccines and give people autism, it's because they want to be socially accepted. Or they want more scientists. That's right. They want more scientists to do good for the earth. So this is like a catch-22 for me now. Ah. Where... I th- I don't want any more scientists around because I don't want too many scientists around because I want people to drink with and have fun. <laughs> but I really, really, really want them to cure cancer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Aside from the fact that I'm a scientist, what other scientist friends do you know? Uh, my brother, mm-hmm. very socially awkward. Yeah. Uh, Rev, engineer, very socially awkward. Quiet, yeah. really focusing on certain things. That's, I don't have any smart friends. <laughs> oh, no, my no, brother-in-law Rev- claims to be a scientist, focus on one thing, but then swaps around, but focuses on for a while. Reb's very smart. He's very smart. Re- Reb is Reb's a lot smarter than me. He's he's inf- he's like three of us together. I talk to him and I'm just like, <laughs> uh, yeah. He's yeah, the yeah. jargon guy. Yeah. The, show. <laughs> the quantum leap uh, propels you know, with an inverse you know, relationship. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson, but except the smart version. Yeah. A white version. <laughs> ah, sorry. Was, uh, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson is touring. I'm not going to go see him. He's going around the flat earth. Good on him. <laughs> uh, Turch, got an article. <laughs> Your future sex robot mm-hmm. could be hacked and programmed to murder you. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I can do it. This is this is how we beat the Taliban. <laughs> or they could be wearing hijibs. Maybe. No, or burkas, to... burkas. Uh, you know what I think? Here's one for you. Yeah. The hijab thing. Yeah. Israel, uh, no Israel. Iraq is now going, want to get rid of the, the burqa. Uh-huh. But like three, four years ago... And the West is like, yeah, yeah, the Iraqi women deserve not to be want have the choice or ban the burqa. But like three or four years ago, it was like, oh yeah, we, they should be allowed to wear the burqa inside, like chemists and, and banks. Face, banks and shit like that. Like, wait a second, women. I've been saying I don't want people to be put down by their religion and treated like animals mm-hmm. <laughs> by putting shit all over themselves. And now that women want it, <laughs> that's what we want. This is all to get pussy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the year 2097. There you are enjoying the 84th season of House of Cards on your Wi-Fi enabled neural implant when your significant other walks into the room. Sure, she isn't human, but she sure looks like it. And she has that look in her eye that tells you she wants to get a little freaky. You float to the bedroom on your hoverboard and are beginning to disrobe when boom! She strangles you to death with her cold robot hands. Your sex robot was hacked and now you're dead. Welcome to the future. What's the difference between this mm-hmm. and a real woman? <laughs> like, you know what? At Turch, what is a woman? Well, you know. We're going to have to watch that documentary. We're going to have to watch that documentary yeah. all again. I actually asked Jess every so often to go, when are you going to kill me? Just let me know so I can spend <laughs> all my money beforehand. 
<laughs> I want you got a reason to kill me. Like I feel like you have a reason that you're going to kill me. Oh. Goes, do you reckon? Do you reckon? You know how everyone's about these um, gender pronouns and and all of that. Do you reckon sex robots are going to get them? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm all about adjectives. I've told you this before. Yeah. I'm all about adjectives. I'm tall, dark, and handsome. All of those three are my adjectives. If you describe <laughs> me in any other way, you're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's been a lot of talk recently about dangers of AI with folks like Elon Musk sounding the alarm and suggesting the very real possibility that we may be on the brink of engineering our own demise. Uh, yeah. Scientists that think now, that, that I know AI, you think this yeah. is a this is a fun article. It is fun. But cybersecurity guru Nick Patterson of Deakin University in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. Has now jumped nerd? into the conversation. <laughs> How many sex robots has he got? Very focused and narrowed on one field. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Warning that it isn't just artificially intelligent military systems or infrastructure that could pose a threat, but sex robots as well. There's got to be a really fine line between the military developing robots that could suck your dick <laughs> or shoot a gun, right? Often these robots can be upwards of 200 pounds and very strong. Once a robot is hacked, the hacker has full control and can issue instructions to the robot. The last thing you want is for a hacker to have control over one of these robots. I think the military would create sex robots because they would go into other countries mm. and it's another form of espionage. Yes. Yeah. It's like the Trojan horse. We're giving you sex mm. robots and they mm -hmm. come in and kill all their leaders. Yeah. Nah, because this is what's going to happen, right? Just like eating bugs, like, like Bill Gates is pushing eating bugs as a renewable resource. Like the rich elite are still going to have like 16-year-old women to rape. But we're going to be stuck with these sex robots that have to sp uh, come, in a, uh, come in a cup so we can impregnate a potential partner. And they're going to still be raping 16-year-olds you know, mm, yeah. on Epstein Island. <sighs> <laughs> I don't disagree with you there. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack. There's a... There's a <laughs> slow down, uh, Alex Jones. <laughs> oh, can you believe he has to pay a billion dollars? Really? I thought it was just a couple of million. No, one billion is the number now. And I'm like, how many... Well, does every... So if every if a news organisation lies now, uh -huh. do they have to pay a billion dollars to the families? I'm glad I, we're satire. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, thanks for the dumbest shit you've ever fucking heard in your life. Oh, um, does that mean everyone has to pay a billion dollars now? He doesn't have a billion dollars. I guarantee he doesn't have a fucking billion dollars. No one's got a fucking billion dollars. Well, there's a few people with a billion. Well, yeah. But a billion is like a hundred... hundred million. Hundred, yeah, it's a thousand million. A thousand million, yeah. That's a lot of fucking millions. A lot of millions. Yeah. You know? Do you know, if, with, 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 uh, with a billion dollars, he could give uh, everybody... One billion dollars, like there's a billion people in the world. He can yeah. give one billion people a billion dollars, and everyone would be a billionaire because it's one billion, and he can give it to one billion people. So there you go. That's science. That's numbers. That's math for it. Kieran, I got some. <laughs> I'll let you think about that one for a second. Kieran, uh, how do you use when you're in, you go to Boris, you go to go to do you how do, which type of soap do you use in your shower? Uh, the I pump pot, the, the pump one. Okay, if you get a bar of soap, like you're in a hotel, yeah, you get a bar of soap, uh -huh. like they give the little one stuff like. Yeah. How do you? How hey, do you? How do you use? Hey, Dweez, slip <laughs> himself in. How do you use a bar of soap? So, so you're in the shower. You're yeah. Wet, well, you got two. You, you got. Do you get you get the bar of soap in your hand? Then what do you do? How do you wash yourself? Well, if it's if it, I know no one else has used it. Yeah. I'll just like lather myself up. So you put like the soap. <laughs> you put the soap on your body. Yeah, like a bit of water, and then just sort of you know have your body. Okay, and so just if sort this of... is a bar of soap, like you know, with your family, and you and your your future wife. Yeah. Or or, or gay love. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And it's on there. How do you do? You just lather it up. Well, but I'd use a pump. I know, I know. <laughs> but I'm talking about a bar of soap. Well, are you talking about like a small soap or a large? I'm just talking about a bar of soap. Oh, just you just, well, you just get the bar. Do you of lather soap. in your hands. You first can lather it in your hands and then put the soap down. Then wash yourself. Yeah, you can do that. But you do the bar of soap everywhere. No, well, with the tiny one. With the tiny one. Okay, with the I'm tiny, about, like, like the tiny hotel one. Okay, yeah, because that's yeah. individual use. Yeah, I'm talking like a bar of soap. Yeah, well, like, a bar of soap, you just lather it up. Lather it up. Okay, hands. I found this video of this uh -huh. woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking about soap let's, let's have a watch of this one here okay it's some radio station in new zealand so mind their terrible accents all right borrowing a bar of someone's soap that's been in their bum in their bum 
Like, how are you guys no, using but soap it's like your being house? In and around your bum and your nethers. Oh, you know, around. Zones. I don't know about in. But like when you're soaping yourself up, yeah. do you do you, Ryan? You lather up your hands and then use your hands. <laughs> what? <laughs> how are you using soap? Is that actually how <laughs> this oh. woman's a, of a substantial size? Wow. Well. So- oh, you use a bar of soap. Is that how you not? Oh my god! What have you been doing? Oh my god! You've been putting the soap. <laughs> Don't make. Oh. <laughs> I've used soap at your house. the bar into the areas that it needs to go. Are you supposed to just like flap it up in your hand <laughs> Don't and say then flap. flap it up in your hand <laughs> in the guy? Don't say flap. Oh. Rub like this. Well, it would so you wouldn't lose it in any orifices. Oh my god. So there you go. I thought I'd just share that video with you. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, that, that's pretty funny. That's pretty great. That's pretty. Um, that's 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 pretty uh, good. Kieran, do you know the the, the uh, television station and news channel Vice? Yes. Okay. Recently, they came out and they're trying to very reputable news organization. <laughs> it used to be good, <laughs> and now it's just about sex. And speaking of sex, uh-huh. <laughs> they did an interview with a bunch of. Old sex offenders, and mm-hmm. they're trying to that have been reformed a little bit and have gone through the system. How can you be reformed a little bit? Well, they're starting their process. Oh, you okay. know what I mean. And some that have been fully reformed. I thought we'd interview them at different stages of their life, but it's a, it's basically a documentary series about sex offenders. Uh-huh. I found a clip, Excellent. and I thought to myself, I'm bringing it in because this is this is my favorite clip of the whole whole series. Have you worn this before? Think, oh, today, I'm- here we go. Sorry. Here we go. We all out here in this world, and we all got to make it happen. It ain't nothing stopping me. So, like, I'm very hopeful and confident. After this interview, Ashif sent a picture of his penis to our producer. find that. <laughs> I'm just floating around the internet, but I thought you'd like it. He's like, I'm really hopeful for the future, this and that. After this interview, <laughs> he sent a picture of his penis. So he's on his way to being reformed. Yeah. Oh, I think is... he's, uh, he's part of the 12-step program. First step is send a picture of your penis to someone. Oh. You got any news for us? I do. <laughs> um, good on him for reforming. I think, yeah, right at the very... The very start. Uh, Turch, speaking of sex again, (laughs) a young man has become allergic to orgasms. Oh, young man. A young man. Oh, no. (laughs) How old is this young man? But there's a happy ending. Good one. (laughs) Uh, Fewer than a thousand people in America are estimated to suffer from post-orgasmic illness syndrome. In a recent study, doctors described the unfortunate tale of a man who developed an allergy, uh, an allergy-like reaction to his own orgasms. The bizarre and rare affliction left him unable to pursue sexual and romantic relationships, but thankfully, the doctors managed to treat his problem using a simple over-the-counter antihistamine. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so, people uh, may experience symptoms similar to hay fever or f- or flu following ejaculation, such as fatigue, itchy eyes, stuffy, or runny nose. That's bad. Well, yeah, I suffer from hay fever and all those are terrible things. Mm. But, yeah, after each time you ejaculate. The symptoms appear <laughs> after every nearly orgasm, usually within seconds, but sometimes up to hours later, and they can last anywhere from two to seven days. I don't believe this is a real thing. I'm going to tell you why. Why? <laughs> because... This is like remember that episode of South Park, and <laughs> Hang on, which one? <laughs> I'm going to describe it to you. Uh-huh. And Butters and Kyle get dinged for being sex addicts. Yeah, and they go in there and it's with Charlie Sheen and all these other like Tiger Woods, 
and all the politicians are sitting around. It's like, who would want to be rich and famous just to have sex with women? And they're all, like, all the men are little looking at each other to the side. I think this is the same sort of thing. I don't think, like, oh, I had an orgasm. And then, like, allergic reactions happen almost instantly. Mm-hmm. Like, if you eat shellfish and you're yeah. allergic to shellfish, you just you get red. Yeah. You know, if you're allergic to pollen, and certain pollen get in your nose, it's pretty, like, it's not it's, like... It's straight away. It's not like three days later, it's like, oh... I've been no, no, a... this is this is it's lasting up to two to seven hours. That that's I, I don't believe it. I think this guy's just got hay fever because even the says it could just be cured by antihistamines. Like I take antihistamines every day for well, my hay fever. Sure, I don't take antihistamines, but yeah. you take antihistamines. Yes, and maybe you're maybe you're doing what Freud would call projecting there, Turch. Oh, am I? Maybe you have the ejaculation. Yeah. Uh, I'm syndrome. coming in the bathroom, I'm coming in the gym, I'm coming in the shower. <laughs> oh, I fucking Alex Watsinger over here. What a great time. Yeah, I take I take antihistamine, so post-cum, I feel okay. <laughs> That's what hydrolite's for. <laughs> oh, um, I don't believe it's real. Scientists, they just... You know what, I, I, uh, I felt like it's... Some scientists spend their whole career on this one thing, Church. <laughs> they become very focused on this one issue. Oh, this is why I don't believe scientists sometimes. Like doctors. Uh-huh. Okay? They're like fancy scientists. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh, I checked up on... Thank you. Medical and... Like, you know, like a medical website. A couple of medical websites. I had this pain in my in my heel. Yeah. And they said, potentially, it's plantar fasciitis. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, it's okay. My mom gets it. Maybe it's passed on to me. And I thought it was a, let me have a look at what causes it and maybe I can help stop it. Mm-hmm. Do that. Okay. So this is the spectrum of what causes plantar fasciitis mm-hmm. uh being overweight yeah and too much exercise oh <laughs> wait <laughs> <laughs> so they've basically just gone ah oh, fuck it it could be anything <laughs> at this point uh you're real fat yeah uh yeah could get it oh running for ten thousand you know running what that guy did a hundred k's a yeah. day across Australia in thirty days that could also cause it I'm like I don't th- it's either not enough research mm-hmm. or there's been enough research for people to go, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> it could be this or it could, it be, could that. be that. That's what we've studied it in and everything in the broad spectrum of the middle. <laughs> that bell curve in the middle of everyone else in society. Oh. Uh, that's it. What else you got for us there, Church? I got here. Mm-hmm. Two women. Uh, this happened just recently. Two women just uh, charged. After Just Stop Oil activists throw soup at a Vincent Van Gogh painting. So this happened in... This happened in England. In England, it certainly did. So what they did was they got a, 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 a what's called a can of soup. I think they glued themselves to the wall as well from memory. But they definitely threw the can. Oh, we just had that happening here in Australia. They definitely yeah. just did. Yeah, so this would be happening as part of this global movement of Just Stop Oil, where they're trying to ban oil. Just or get oil banned or uh, stop using it, which is hilarious because I just don't think they understand how, how much oil and how important oil is. It's it's not just like cars, yeah. It's like plastic. <laughs> That's what plastic, like, you know. No, it's just it's just everything. It's just everything. Yeah, you know. Um. So yeah. So they they're throwing the paint. Uh, sorry, the the uh throwing the can of of soup at this Van Gogh, which Would is you the not pick A better. I don't know. I feel like a can of soup. Would you choose baked beans or something? Oh, what would you like choose? Ink? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, okay, so the if, you're reason- gonna, if you're gonna, you're gonna get in trouble. Well, the reason why they chose um, uh, soup is because they're saying that is human life worth more than this painting? As the painting's worth like 131 million dollars, mm-hmm. and they're like it's a significant. So some people, you know, come here just to see these expensive paintings, and they sell for so much. But people can't even afford to buy a can of soup a day. That was their message. Right. I don't know why they're getting that involved with stopping oil. <laughs> Again, this is like the... Uh, remember when the 1% uh-huh. thing happened? You know, w- uh, Wall Street, what was it called? Occupy Wall Street happened. And everyone just joined. It's like, yeah, we're for the environment. and debate. No, it's like, no, no, this is just about the wealthy people doing avoiding Which tax. is hilarious because then they stop protesting because they all need jobs. Yeah. And have to go out and work. Yeah. And yeah. now they're all like us. Yeah. <laughs> just doing normal things. So that's what these two women did. That's not the that's the complete story about this part. The interesting part is what comes later. Mm-hmm. And I found this Twitter. I gotta admit, if I was security or police, I would be in no rush to remove them. 
No, let them stand there forever. I would be like... And I, in fact, I would put security in front of them yeah. to stop other people ripping them off the wall uh-huh. and that way they can piss and shit themselves yeah. and cry. I would sort of be like, you got yourself there. Get yourself out. Get yourself out. Yeah, that's right. We, we close at six. Well, okay, so two <laughs> things happened. One, the painting was okay. Just a, uh-huh. a little bit of damage happened to the, the frame. Yeah. But that's it. And two, some people found out who these women actually were. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that uh, is named Phoebe Plummer, who was 21. She threw the tomato soup. Uh, she is believed to have attended uh, the school called St. Mary's School Ascot which is a 15,000 pound a term uh-huh, independent uh-huh. boarding school. Yeah. Before going to Manda Portman Woodland, a private college that offers JCSE and A-level courses, which is like a super, 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 super posh. And very, very smart. Very, well... You're going off to university. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So these are just really, really wealthy families mm-hmm having these kids, mm-hmm. sending them to these elite private schools for them to to cause all this damage and this and that. So they've lived in a world of... They're the privileged of the privileged. Yeah. You know, £15,000 a year, that's half of the average salary in the UK. Is it? Well, it's, you know, 30, 35K in the UK. Is 30, 35,000 pounds. It's like 60, 60, 70K. Oh, yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Uh, that's, that is, that's, that's half a year. That's, um, that is a lot of money. So the 30K a year to oh. go to school, plus more probably at this other college. So, you know, that's just on schooling for your kid. I'm assuming you have a nice house or at least a lovely family estate. And that's this woman here. So it's always it's always funny that the people that are really protesting but, but this what, sort of stuff is always I, they the haven't worst. achieved anything. No, they've only achieved proof that they're stupid. They've made themselves and their cause look even stupid. Because if you want to help people with like food, I don't know, volunteer at food bank. Don't donate money. Donate money to food so, bank. So, you know what, mum and dad, I don't want your fifteen thousand dollars a year. I'll go to a private, a public school. And you give me the 15 I've got nothing wrong with her going to a, a private school. No, no, no. But, like, get the 15 k and start your own charity. Because that's uh, that was her parents' choice. That's right. True. Uh, she probably didn't have well, a lot of t- choice. Well, she's 21 school. now. Um, I'm sure she's not paying for her university. <laughs> the university, uh, guys. So I just thought that was a little bit interesting. I do like it when people look into these people and it finds out that they're, they're pretty bad. Uh... Kanye West, yeah, um, said some bad things about the Jews and Black Lives Matter. He's saying mm. White Lives Matter now. Oh, okay, which is pretty funny. It's is got- the pendulum swinging? I don't know. <laughs> Something's happening. <laughs> Kanye West is uh, my favorite cartoon character of all time, and I'm glad he's he's ill live forever. Uh, he's got a bit nuts, uh, but Black Lives Matter has always been a big thing. Yeah, uh, it's been always in the news. I think I bought something ages ago about how. Uh, a lot of the money that's been donated has just ended up in the pockets of the the founders of Black Lives Matter, where they're just hiring like their family. But it's members. not an organization. It is. It's it is an organization. It's a Black Lives Matter organization. There are. It's a founders, and they're the ones that do all the fundraising right. and organizations and that. And what they've been finding is that the owners suddenly have these two, three, four million dollar mansions away from lots and lots of black people, and are just hiring their family members. Oh, well, to do. Church. Very. If you're running an organization, there's costs. I understand involved. that. But it's meant to be a non for profit. <laughs> and it sounds like there's a lot of profit going on. Well, that's why you've got to buy these mansions. Oh, that's right. So you don't have any profit. Anyway, so <laughs> that's what Kanye West has been saying. Uh-huh. Now he's like against the Jews. His bank accounts from JP Morgan Chase banks yeah. have been cancelled. Uh, that's why he's got to go to Bitcoin. He's got to go to Bitcoin. So we might get a job. He's trying to buy Parler at the moment. Yeah. Which is a, like a Twitter equivalent. So him and Elon. Might be the president of the United States sooner than we think. Uh-huh. We, uh, but this is the big one. Sharon Osbourne, who's really PC. I, I don't know if you knew this, but she's like really PC. She's on The View every so often. She's like with those gaggle of women. But she came out recently and said she wants a refund after donating nearly a million bucks, 900K, to the scam that is Black Lives Matter. Wow. Which is huge. I guess that is huge for so Sharon. She actually agrees with Kanye West about <laughs> Black Lives Matter being a scam, uh, which which is amazing, you know. Um, What's Sharon saying? Uh, I don't understand why white lives don't matter. 
Uh, I don't understand. It's not my culture. Everyone, everybody matters, don't they? Uh, also said that West at the age forty-five shouldn't be cancelled over his actions, but in uh, but people just encouraging people to ignore him if they don't like him. As simple as that. So he's like, yeah, he's like, she's like, I don't listen to his music. That's not, I don't care about him as a person. So I just ignore him. Uh-huh. But, but I agree. Like white lives matter too. Everyone matters. Yeah, it's a simple sort of thing. But and she donated, and she, she wants donated. her money back because yeah. she believes it's a scam. It's a scam. Wow. So there might be a maybe a tight turning, but she's a pri- pretty much a privileged white woman uh, who's married to you know one of Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne, but she was rich in her own right. She the reason why so her father was a record producer, uh-huh. and then when Black Sabbath when Ozzy Osbourne left Black Sabbath, yeah. She became Ozzy's manager, and he continued to manage Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And he got the lead singer from Deep Purple, Ian Gillen. Can't remember lead singer Deep Purple, who just left Deep Purple to team up with Black Sabbath and push this album. And she took Ozzy, got like built a band around him, like Randy Rhodes, all that sort yeah. of stuff. Put out all these great albums, but also like at the same time, like uh, after that, like uh, what's his name, Ronnie James Dio joined, and it was all this sort of fun stuff. Uh, but then she would like purposely put down Black Sabbath, who her father was running, and just say, "Oh, if you know, if Black Sabbath come to this city, Ozzy's not coming." Mm-hmm. So Ozzy would get precedent, in, especially in the US. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. There you go. Very interesting. Very, very fascinating. Church, I've got another another article for yeah, you. Yeah, for Do you buy coffees? Coffees have gone up. Oh, how much have they gone up? Oh, I'm. I bought a, an espresso. Yeah. In the city, it was four dollars fifty. Fucking hey, that's not, that's just coffee. It's coffee mm-hmm. in a little. That's just a little espresso. That's yeah. You're not even talking milk. Nah, no milk. Yeah. So if you're having like a soy latte with two sugars, yeah, there's ten dollars. Like, uh, coffee shop charges customers more than double the price for coffee if they are rude. That's that's fair. Well, I think that's fair too. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe that's why I'm paying. So you ask for coffee five dollars. If you add the word please. It's three. A cafe owner charges customers more than twice as much if they don't order politely. TriStop in uh, Lanchester has introduced a new rule uh, to help customers remember their manners. I'm I'm for this. Like this is the soup Nazi. Like everyone laughed at the soup Nazi yeah. in Seinfeld. Like, oh, look at this crazy character, huh? But it's like no, no, no. It's, I understand why. Like. Jess runs a business now. Yeah. It has been for a long time. But, and sometimes she'll come and go, this customer did this, so I just banned them. <laughs> like, yeah, good. You know? I like <laughs> it. Good. Fair, good. I don't, I don't need your business anymore. I've got thousands of other people and dogs coming in. Yeah, you just want good customers. Yeah. Desai Chai will cost you five pounds, while Desai Chai Please will cost you three pounds. But hello, Desai Chai Please will cost you one pound ninety. That's pretty good. That's expensive coffee, though. That Yeah, what's well, Chai. Well, no, but even three pounds, double it. Yeah, it's like six bucks. Six bucks, which is still more expensive than Melbourne coffee. Yeah, I don't even know how much Melbourne coffee is. Uh, oh, yeah, you're a Ballarat man. I'm, uh, no, no, I've got the coffee machine at home. Oh, yeah, well, there's that. That's a- I make my own coffee. Yeah, me too. I get my own beans. Oh, there you go. Crush them yourself? No, the machine does that. Oh, there you go. The machine, yeah. So it's, it's very sophisticated. I got, I, got, I got some videos here. Yeah, I got a video. Um, here's a nice, nice short one. Uh, we always talk about. Oh, well, the one thing that always comes up. I don't know if you remember this, but Carl Stefanovic on the, <laughs> on the Today Show. It's like a morning show here in Australia. For a year, it's Carl Stefanovic and who's the other one? Um, Kochi. Kochi. Yeah. He's, he's been there for 20 years doing the morning yeah. stuff. But Carl Stefanovic came Carl on... Carl Stefanovic is a person who I'm just like, why won't he go? Yeah. And then I realised... That's who, the other the, reason why everyone watches the show. Well, it's all these mums that have got a like a crush on him. You know what? Uh, before I play that video, talk about Carl Stefanovic. Yeah. Um, our favourite character of all time, Abby Chatfield, was on her show. Yeah. There was an article about it. And Jess and I are pretty sure that she's paying news.com.au to write articles about her so she went on her radio show she's got an actual radio show yeah. at some cra- stupid time on a tuesday isn't she on the fox something like that yeah you know but she was talking about kyle and jackie o specifically kyle kyle sandler yeah. who is put it out there 
the greatest Australian radio pro- presenter. And used in, to be homeless. Used to be homeless, mm-hmm. but he's he is Australian radio. I'm yeah. sorry, Hamish and Andy, definitely there. Maybe Matt Tilly back in the day. Yeah. But when it comes to FM radio in Australia, there is no bigger name for the past what, 30 years. And do you, do you know that the radio announcers in Australia get paid more than the TV? More I'm people sure. listen to radio than they do TV. Mm. I hope so. I hope he makes more than everyone on the project combined. <laughs> because he is amazing. Carrie Bickborn makes a million on the project. Well, she's left. Yeah. You know, good because you crap anyway. It's all right. I'm pretty sure they're going to put Abby Chatfield in that position. Oh my God. Did you just see what's happening in Israel? Can't <laughs> wait. Uh, but Carl, he's, he's, the, he's the top. I, I can listen to him all the time because he's just, just he's got the worst takes on everything. Uh-huh. But it's funny and he annoys everyone. I'm like, great. You're playing. He's he's uh, he's a villain. Uh-huh. It's like watching the WWE. It's like Carl and Jackie O. Yeah. Is, is Jackie O still there with Yeah, you? she's still there. Okay. You know, um, what's it called? Remember when The Rock came out and he was like the bad guy in mm-hmm. wrestling? Yeah. And he hated, and everyone hated him suddenly because he turned like evil. Like, yeah. Too many uh, everyone loves The Rock now. But everyone loves The Rock. It's like, yeah. oh, because he was the bad guy and then he became the good guy. And, so, and that's what Kyle is. But he's just, he knows how to play the bad guy. Like, everyone loves Heath, Leathers jo- Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. He is the Heath Ledger Joker of Australian radio. Everyone loves him. You know, whether you hate him, you hate you There's no Howard him. Stern. But, he but he's, he's but the he's Australian than, wait, wait, equivalent. I'm sorry, he's better than Howard Stern at the moment because Howard Stern doesn't like to leave his house because he's a germaphobe. And he, all hey, this hey, COVID stuff. Don't say anything bad about Howard Stern. Why? I have, I just, I just love Howard Stern. Especially, like, I miss David Letterman and I loved when Howard Stern would come on David Letterman. Yeah. Listen to the Who Are These podcast episode. They just reviewed his <laughs> Howard Stern's podcast recently. Uh-huh. And they're like, he is an old man that is scared of life. Yeah, probably. You know, it, it's very, very sad. Anyway, but... Back in his uh, 1980s, Howard Stern... Yeah, he was the king. Was the king. He used to shove wiffle ball bats up women yeah. and try to get the Ramones to talk to each other. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, so... So, uh, what's his name? Um... Oh, the guy from the Today Show. My, Carl. Just, Carl, uh, Carl Stefanovic wore the same suit every single day for a year just to prove that no one... This happened a couple of years ago. It wasn't it? too long ago. Yeah. yeah. And he wore it every year and then came out like, I've been wearing the same suit every year and everyone was like, we don't give a shit. And he goes, oh, there's double standards because women have to wear something different every day. And we're, we all came out and said, no, they don't. We really don't give a shit. Okay. This is how Americans do it. Um, this news presenter in America. Mm-hmm. Right, sitting next to so this uh, female presenter, male presenter, and the male (laughs) presenter had some words about her outfit. Beautiful outfit. Yeah, just had some words about it. And look how (laughs) look how angry she gets. Have you worn this before? I have not. It's very comfortable though. So what? What what, if you looked at that? What what her uh, dress is? Mm -hmm. It's like a a a a pattern, like a it's like a square pattern, but very very. Conservative, very conservative. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's fine. Yeah, it's more just the uh, just the whole you know the crisscross like you know there's red squares, blue squares, very like neutral sort of color. It's a very neutral, yeah. darkish, yeah. conservative. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's very comfortable though. Yeah, a little cozy. I think it's from the the no! furniture collection, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so they're showing now an old like 1980s couch uh, with the same pattern. Yeah, now, look, that's look, funny. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's the Raymore and Flanagan design team put this together. Uh, It's really nice. (laughs) That actually is our floor director's couch in a basement somewhere. I was wondering why he was trying to sit on me, but, you know. Well, now. Now we know. What in the heck's back? What is this? Oh, chain? (laughs) (laughs) What is he got? Candy wrappers. Candy wrappers and stuff like that. (laughs) Isn't that great? That's fan- that's uh, fantastic. I thought you'd like that video. Sometimes I find things that you like. Here's a, here's one for you. You got some more news? Uh no, man. I'm gonna have so much. Uh schoolgirl thirteen who made Disney create a heroine with with the glasses now calls that the nerd face emoji to have the glasses removed. <laughs> so they made this character, she's like, Oh what there's no characters in Disney. 
with with glasses. Mm-hmm. You should make a character with glasses. So they made some film. I can't remember what it is. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, no, no, wrong letter. Uh, Encanto. So the character Encanto wears glasses. And she's all excited, isn't that? But now... I can tell you why they haven't made a character with glasses. Because it costs more money yeah. to make a character with glasses. Uh, but now she's upset because the nerd emoji has glasses. Now I'm going to put it out there. If I had said, what's the offensive part of this this emoji <laughs> I would say the teeth. I would go the fucking two buck teeth at the front here. <laughs> like, good 30 to 50% of the population wears some sort of glasses, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not offended by glasses. I don't think glasses... We mean, both wear glasses. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Right, we're in them right now. Um, but the offensive part of this is the fucking buck teeth, teeth of this emoji. Uh, I do love it when people just come up with, with the absolute most insane... And do you know what? Shouldn't be yellow. No, because the Simpsons, you know, they sh- it should be black only. Black emojis only. I'm going to get the representation. I've just got some more headlines. I thought yeah. we'd talk about this one. Uh, I fantasize about group sex with old, obese men. The idea of being passed around with these men turns me on, but I can't bring myself to tell my fiancé. What has made me say this? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm a slim 31-year-old attracted to older, obese men. The uglier, the better. I fantasize about them passing me around by several of them, and the thing is that it really turns me on the idea of having them lift their stomachs and search for their penises which is why it's difficult to me to find a bit on the soft side. I haven't mentioned this to my fiance because I think he would be horrified. Her sex life is fine, but I'm used to. Uh, I use the fantasy to help me climax. <laughs> well, each each to everyone's own, I guess. Uh, well, that just gives this guy free reign. Yeah. To get fat. It does. It does. Yeah. And he's that's it. The fatter he gets, if he wants to let himself go. Go right ahead. He should just start like a a Patreon, a YouTube thing. <laughs> Like, a, like, you know, do the mukbangs. Like, the more more shit he eats, uh, one, he's going to get money for doing it, and two, the more sex he's going to get. Yes. Uh, and here's the last article I got. Uh, this was from a couple of years ago now. So, it for, so this is from 2014. Former U.S. Navy chaplain, so this mm-hmm. is the, the priest, gay soldiers ruin the military by taking breaks to change their diapers. <laughs> <laughs> a former U.S. Navy chaplain... <laughs> has made the ridiculous claim that gay soldiers cause problems in the military to take breaks on the combat field to change their diapers because their treacherous sin means they lose control of their bowels. So very simply, uh, wow. anal sex is causing them to have uh, shitty diapers, so uh, shitty pants, so they wear diapers, and they're causing the... the I was going to say, the only people wearing diapers are abol- uh, is adult baby diaper lovers. Well, I guess not anymore. I guess not anymore. Uh, yeah, so there you go. So that's, uh, I think it's all I got. I have one more video and I found this, um, I love music and I love music in, uh, no, you love music. I love music in like TV and films, Mm -hmm. but in a certain way, like the music in, um, X-Files is, is an amazing thing. Like even the Seinfeld thing, the way like it's flowy and funky like, it, it really adds to the film, adds mm-hmm. to the television show. Like, Hans Zimmer, amazing. The way he composes stuff. Getting a bit sick of that big, long, big, long trombone going, brrr, like in Inception. But you know what I mean. There's some really good... The music needs to enhance the experience. Well, I think the music do- doesn't need to. It just does. Mm-hmm. Good music just does. And one of the best musical fields in 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 the scope of, like, music adding to the film is like the bond uh, bond films like you know the bond theme you know what i mean like but also like the adele mm-hmm. song and madonna did one back in the day not very good but she did one but all the ones from the 80s like you know you remember mm-hmm. you know the man with the golden gun and all that sort of fun stuff uh but this guy he's gonna teach us there's a really cool chord on guitar that you hear all throughout the Bond movies. Okay. Right. And this guy is going to teach you all about it. So okay. if anyone wants to play, it's E minor 9 chord with a, with a 6 in it. Got it. An E minor. E minor, e minor 9 chord with a 7. E minor 9 chord with a 7. Got That's it. That's right. There we go. This guy's going to teach you, teach you about it and how it fits into the motif of the right, other cool. thing. Today I'm going to teach you about one of my favourite guitar chords known as the James Bond chord. Uh... 
very famous for being in most, if not all, of the James Bond uh, films. And uh, it's, it usually happens after he says one of his infamous lines like, um, Oh, Mr. Goldfinger, yeah, come in. We've got space for you to have here. Come on, sit down here. Fucking joking, dickhead. I'm not really a barber. I'm fucking James Bond. Short back and blow your fucking head off. Twat! <laughs> I didn't think I was watching a James Bond film until he played that chord. <laughs> That is that is an excellent chord. Um, it really, it really adds to the film. <laughs> it really adds to the whole scope of works. It does, doesn't it? That's really important. It's very important that 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 music happens. Twat. Uh, twat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm actually fucking James Bond. Swap back and blow your head off. I'm just fascinated by England, that like, in a country that's. Probably not even the size of Victoria. Give or take, yeah. Yeah, there's so many different accents. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And we have like two. We have uh, Melbourne and Sydney combined. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then we have the rest of Australia. A <laughs> uh, bit more bogany, a bit more twangy up north. Mm-hmm. A little bit more posh in the south, South Australia. Yeah. But then Western and then Western Australia. Australia just, God knows what they're talking about. That's uh, right in the middle. <laughs> Kieran, that is everything I had for today. Unless you've got anything else, I think we could wrap it up. Yeah, well, if you would like to follow us on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Twitter, wherever you get a good podcast from, yeah, um, go there, send us some hate mail, mm-hmm. death threat, or a rant uh-huh. at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Uh, dot com. And please review us. Uh-huh, absolutely. You could go to Spotify, give us five stars. Yeah, yeah. You could shit all shit all over us on the comments. That's right. Um, or I don't know. Use any of the socials to like get in contact with Church. You won't get me. <laughs> uh, I can guarantee that. There's no access to me. But you'll get Church, uh, and we will see you guys next week. What? <laughs> Come on, man. Motherfuckers, guys. Come on. Give me the five-star rating, baby. Give me the five-star. That's all I want, baby. That's all I want. I fuck all the beautiful girls in the goddamn world. They'll fuck a ten-star. I just want five. Five, baby. Just five.